Good morning. It's May 23rd, and welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion to the book of the same title. Today's topic is Convictions. And when he saw that, Jezebel's threat, he arose and ran for his life and went to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a broom tree. 1 Kings 19, 2-4 We've all heard the expression, to have the courage of your convictions. When your New Year's resolution is not to eat french fries anymore, then when you're out with your grandchildren at a burger joint and they all order fries, well, that's when one needs the courage of their convictions. But there's a 2,000-year history of people who had the courage of their convictions when it really counted, like when your life is on the line. There's a famous listing of the Catholic saints down through the centuries with brief biographies entitled Lives of Saints by Alban Butler, first published in 1894. Many of these men and women went to their deaths because they had the courage of their convictions and refused to deny their faith in Christ. One thinks of Dietrich Bonhoeffer, the German evangelist who was executed by the Nazis at the very end of World War II for opposing the extermination of the Jews, among other things. There are online lists available right now of people who die for their Christian faith all around the world today. The answer as to how many actually do is, it depends. It depends on who's counted as a Christian, how you categorize the circumstances of their deaths, and it depends on how you count them. The Center for the Study of Global Christianity has documented an average of 26,000 people killed per year worldwide specifically for their Christian faith. As many as 70,000 more, largely in Africa, have been killed in tribal conflicts with other religious groups, but not specifically for their faith. Open Doors, a member of the Religious Liberty Partnership, has firmly documented 3,066 cases for 2017, while the Institute for Religious Freedom documented 6,000 killed in the same time period. Whether it is 3,000 or 26,000, it's clearly too many. On February 15, 2016, 21 Coptic Christians were beheaded on video by Islamic State militants and broadcast around the world. A new book, The 21, A Journey into the Land of the Coptic, by Martin Mossback, relates the surprising pride and happiness of the families of the martyrs who have a very simple but very real understanding of theology. Nevertheless, the belief that martyrdom has been consigned to the history books is still a widespread misperception. The term martyr is derived from that Latin word for witness. Remarkably, during the first several centuries of the church, the Roman persecution of Christians was so widespread that the word for one who testifies about the gospel became the same word as one who died for their faith, martyr. This persecution was typified by the very real slaughter of thousands, for primarily entertainment purposes, in the Colosseum. Many were killed with no option, no matter what they said. But the people who were given the opportunity to save their lives by recanting their faith and chose to stand firm are the people of whom we say they had the courage of their convictions. Take biblical Elijah. He's a bit of an enigma. Here is a prophet of the Lord, and yet, did he have the courage of his convictions? After a magnificent demonstration of God's power on Mount Carmel, 
Elijah ran for his life when Jezebel threatened to have him killed. The very God she worshipped, he had just shown to be completely powerless. Nevertheless, sitting under the broom tree in the Negev desert, Elijah was so disheartened that he prayed for his own death, 1 Kings 19.4. Incredibly, or maybe just humanly, Elijah had forgotten the multiple times Yahweh had rescued him in the past, and now was distraught over his current circumstances. He lay down and slept, convinced that he had failed God in the end. But God doesn't read him the riot act. Instead, he sends an angel with bread and water, who simply tell him to get up and eat. It's just a little miracle, right? But that's not uncommon for our God. A big God can carry out his plans with just little miracles. The next time you promise yourself to avoid a repetitive sin, the next time you dedicate yourself to a spiritual discipline, the next time you swear that you absolutely will never, ever do that again, be assured you will fail from time to time. Remember the transfiguration on the mountaintop? Moses, Jesus, and who? That's right. The third one's Elijah. Elijah, who forgot who God was and ran away. Elijah. So cut yourself some slack. It's a dance, not a goose step. Never forget that God sees into your heart. He sees beyond your actions. He saw into Elijah's heart, overlooking his actions, gently corrected him, and sent him on to complete his mission. Once you've accepted the gift of the gospel and you are in Christ, believe me, you can expect the same treatment. You won't always have the courage of your convictions, but if you really want to, with faith in the one who indwells you, you will stand your ground more often than not. Have convictions. Be friendly. Stick to your beliefs as they stick to theirs. Work as hard as they do. Eleanor Roosevelt The man of character is the persistent man, the man who is faithful to his own words, his own convictions, his own affections. Maria Montessori Dear Heavenly Father, we know that you see into our hearts. Forgive us when we forget that you have provided us with the means to have the courage of our convictions by sending the Holy Spirit as our helper. In our own strength, we will often fail to stand firm, like the thousands of martyrs that have come before us. We pray that we would despise the world enough to choose our faith, even if threatened with death for the choice. And we pray for all those around the world who may be facing that choice tomorrow. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.